gentlemen welcome back to another episode of it's a trap the weekly but not weekly podcast hosted by three wonderful people i'm your host benjamin jeffries and as always i'm joined by my two wonderful co-hosts state your names please please after you oh oh i said my well, name my name please. is benjamin jeffries i, I was motioning to keelan uh, oh, i was motioning oh, well, to I have... will <laughs> well look at that well <laughs> indirectly uh we've we've how funny is that? Well, okay, so here's the deal, guys. None of us are in the same room right now, so... Any ha- anyway, how did you know the, uh, the groom? <laughs> <laughs> oh, we were, friend- we were buddies at camp. Oh, wow. That's yeah. very interesting. I'm his tailor, so... Uh, I'm his stockbroker. Uh, yeah. uh, why are you uh, at very the nice. wedding? I, I break stocks for him. You broke stocks. I broke them. Yes. yes. They've been breaking... They've been what do you think? They've been what do you think of uh, of the groom? What do you think of the bride? He's a think, horrible. Uh, she's a horrible lady, and he's a horrible person. They're yeah, so they're match made in heaven. Exactly. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'm glad we could uh, come to this agreement. I've got yes, to sir. break some more stocks and break some legs. So uh, okay, I've got to go tailor someone. <laughs> wow. I've got to go back to camp. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Um, that was well, riveting. That's, now that's, that that's over, how about we... That's oh, called we... improv. <laughs> Will, as, as a true drama kid, you know the power of improv. The, yeah, the raw power. Mm. Never say no. Yes, and... <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's right, guys. <laughs> Ben's, Ben's a pretty sick actor, Yeah, if you didn't bro. Know. Yeah, Ben yeah. once out-acted I was in some acting. Marlon Brando. He once prime. auditioned for a CBC show. <laughs> I did. Actually, well... More yeah, than I Marlon Brando can say. But, you know, I was almost in a CBC, CBC show, guys. They wouldn't have cast me because you... I have braces. Because, and it was, and it was Anne yeah. Green Gables. So. Sorry, so... did you mean Anne with an E? Anne with an E, yes. Oh. Anne. You should put that on your resume. Like... Yeah, almost audition for a CBC. I almost auditioned for a CBC show. I didn't even. Audition. Well, you didn't I even almost, audition. I almost auditioned. That's even better. I know. But I felt exactly. I was I too good for them. We think that one day Ben's going to be in a CBC limited series called Terra Scotia. Yeah. Which is a post-apocalyptic <laughs> yes. series set in Nova Scotia after the world ends and everything has gone to hell. Oh, okay. yeah. Well, you came up with a tagline. Didn't you? I can. Oh, so the tagline was the new world has become new hell. <laughs> That's great. So, so. <laughs> movies, am I right? You want to talk news? There's some of actually like there's some actual good stuff that we are going to be talking about this. Uh, What's our main topic this goal? week? Um, we have a couple of main things. Uh, we have. Oh, so it's another artisan assortment. Not, not exactly. I think it's like a thing where I'd put like a one topic and ampersand another topic. I've been doing ampersands a lot for the last like six months. You know, I ampersand. I thought isn't an ampersand like the at symbol? An ampersand is no, shift that's seven an on at your symbol. keyboard. Shift seven. Oh, that's. I thought the ampersand was the at sign. No, that's no, the that's at the sign. At. But there's a word for it. At. <laughs> Shut up. <laughs> there was this like newspaper comic strip <laughs> that I used to not read called like Kevin at Home. <laughs> but had... do they use the at symbol? Yeah. <laughs> do y'all read zits? Do I, do I read zits? 
I always I always read the Zitz comic strip. In Still the, to the day in the Star. Yeah. Wow. No, every week. <laughs> I don't read the newspaper. Um, you suck. You're yeah. not cultured like Will and I. Wow. Will, I think we should talk about the fact that Will listens to NPR. I don't actually anymore because, or or rather, that Will seems like the kind of guy who listens to NPR <laughs> on a regular basis. I know Ira Glass. He's my next door neighbor. <laughs> Is he actually? No. No. <laughs> You probably listen to the I got books. I got a little too excited. <laughs> really? <laughs> Damn. Okay, here, what, right, what's your opinion news. on this? Did you see Steven Spielberg, famed director oh, yeah. of Bridge of Spies? Um, <laughs> That's his my most favorite famous movie, movie of all time. Yeah. <laughs> Bridge of Spies um, is definitely his most successful and famous movie. He made some mm-hmm. statement about like he doesn't want Netflix movies to be mm-hmm. eligible for awards. What it's do you stupid. think of that? Yeah, I think he's I'm, kind of so he's so stupid. He's just mad because he doesn't have an Oscar, and he wants something to get back at the Oscars. For. Does he not have an Oscar? He doesn't have an Oscar. No. Um, I can see where he's coming from. I can't. I I think that well, I think it's different nowadays when Netflix movies play in theaters. Yeah, but yeah. also but I think they I think unless wait what they were saying um, that they wanted to make it so like you have to have a four week theatrical run to be eligible. But then I saw some someone responding to that saying that like most independent films don't get four week theatrical runs or like yeah. I think I think the current rules for the Oscars are fine, yeah. which is you have to have a seven day theatrical run in L.A., which yeah. I think is completely fair. So if Netflix doesn't want to put their movies out in theaters, then they got to deal with the fact that they're not going to be eligible. Yeah. But yeah. if they want to put it out in theaters for seven days, yeah, cool. Then give them awards. Yeah. It's a it's a movie. Roma I think if a movie doesn't play on a big screen, it's not really like a, a like something that. It's not really a a movie person. That's TV. That is what TV is. Mm-hmm. It's just a TV movie. I mean, yeah, it's fine. But they can still be great. But like, I don't think a TV movie should win an Oscar. Mm-hmm. What about OJ Simpson Made in America? That no, because they played it in theaters. They <laughs> what played about it in Icarus? theaters? Did they play Icarus in theaters? That one. They did. That one best documentary. Yeah, that they one they gave those ones the theatrical run specifically yeah. because they wanted to get Oscars for them. Okay, great, and I think that's fine. Exactly, yeah. I completely agree. But like, but Spielberg, example, Spielberg thinks that. All Netflix anything movies, made by Netflix? Le- yeah, that's anything. Dumb. Like, for example, if I didn't see Roma in theaters, but I watched it on Netflix two weeks after it was done its theatrical release, then that shouldn't count. That's what he's saying, No, no, Ro- like, Roma should count, but as long as it... Like, if Roma came out, but it never played in theaters, I don't think it, yeah. it should. Would have been a weird yeah, decision. No film has, but no Netflix film has currently broken that rule to be nominated. Ballad of Buster no, Scruggs had a exactly. that has small-ass theatrical release and it's still mm-hmm. got nominated. Yeah. Yeah, no, no, I totally agree. Like, I, I think, I think Spielberg's being stupid, but I, th- I think you sure he said that recently? Mm-hmm. Yeah, that was like this week. Okay, because I, I, I disagree in that case. What I, what I meant yeah. is like, if Hulu came out with like a really like it's a movie. Mm-hmm. Okay, like what I mean is like um, no, I, one I of those Netflix, like one of the, one of those um, all the boys I love like to all the yeah. boys I love before. Those are that like lifetime be nominated movies. for an Oscar. You know? If that got it nominated shouldn't be for an nominated. Oscar, then I would then I would be upset. Yes, because yeah, it but it's like. It shouldn't be, yeah, it shouldn't be eligible, is what no. I'm saying. Like, Kansas is doing the same yeah. thing. That seems like the kind Kansas of movie you were almost thing. in, Ben. You know? Like, the almost auditioned <laughs> for. <laughs> what other movies I was I see almost it. in? None. Probably. You were almost in She's the Man. I, I don't know why, but I think you'd be in that. <laughs> ben was almost in Gone with the Wind. He, oh, he almost auditioned for that. <laughs> You know, I was almost, was almost in, in The Other Side of the Wind, directed by Orson Welles, the wow. 2018, oh, damn. 2018 You know, release. Ben was almost in Black Klansman. Really? Yes. We Me? should make a, a Ben Jeffries cut of The Other Side of the Wind, where we just 
have footage of you on a green screen and we just like <laughs> put in front of him some stuff just like Guys, i think I Dr. Was Dr. Was I, was, I was in the other side of the wind oh yeah. he was sorry he, he was that, that he was I, that old lady and or man i didn't watch it i watched <laughs> I it i didn't watch it either it was there was an old man <laughs> he was that one yeah yeah that's me i remember him he he did bear a striking resemblance. You know Ben was the old man in Suspiria? That wasn't Tilda Swinton, it was Ben Jeffries. Wow. <laughs> it was me. An inspiring actor, an inspiring performance. <laughs> exactly. So, what, overall, what, fuck you, Spielberg? Yes. Yeah, let's, let's give him a resounding fuck you, Spielberg on three. One, two, three. Fuck, fuck you, Spielberg. Spielberg. We did it. Yeah, I Thank said it will. too. <laughs> <laughs> Alright, um, what's next? Topic man? Okay, some more Topic good news. Man. Wait, that, that wasn't exactly <laughs> good news, but... um. Um, do you guys care about the DC movies? Oh, I'm so it's so funny. Yeah, because <laughs> they canceled their extended universe. Yeah, yeah they they're still it. making no more like Justice League individual movies. Yeah, so but we'll see a we'll see a Green Lantern movie. They'll see Aquaman <laughs> two. Probably, I think that was well, confirmed. You know, at at least they tried. Yeah, you know, they gave it a shot. It didn't work though. Yeah, and good because the. All of the movies where they tried to do the cinematic universe thing was uh, were terrible. Uh, yeah. So I think they're better off yeah. sticking to these individual ones. You know what I think this is? Tell us. I think this is the beginning of the end for superhero movies. Yeah, I Maybe, agree. Yeah. I think this is the first step on the road of just them becoming unpopular and being phased out. I think Marvel's after, trying to start their new generation with um, Captain Marvel. After I don't think it's going to work. They're sort after, of trying to. I think they they want Brie Larson to sort of be the face of the Marvel Extended Universe until like after Avengers. Um, but I don't know how long that's going to last. Yeah, honestly, after, Captain I, Marvel, I Marvel has to be maybe really like, good in order yeah. for that to last, and I don't think it's going and to be she really, has to be good. really good. Like, like she yeah. has to be really good. I think they'll keep pumping stuff out at the rate they're going for like the next two years, mm-hmm. and then at that point, if they're starting to like lose steam, they're going to go back to like two year, and then like mm-hmm. maybe one a year yeah. at a certain point. I don't think they're ever going to stop, but I think they're going to really, really like roll it back yeah. at a certain point. After Avengers four, I don't see. A scenario where I specifically am as like interested or invested in it, and I don't yeah. think that yeah. most people will be either. Like unless I'm sure, they, unless they just were like, "Oh, let's do a fifth Avengers." I don't know where. Yeah, but like, but, but like, will they? Robert Downey Jr. and all those people. I, I don't know. Kind I could of... see them bringing back everybody, like the current Avengers cast, in like twenty years when they're all older and yeah. doing like a, a movie or something That'd like that, cool. just and like marketing the hell out of it. Avengers twenty forty nine. <laughs> yeah, like or like something like the new Star Wars movies, yeah. where it kind of brings back the characters in I a see. different way. I think it'd be good if if they just kept making like Spider Man movies and and like yeah, just a couple like if we had like two a year, that'd be good. And they're both they're both quality, and then and then we kind of let it sit for a while, and then you can ramp it back up again in like a couple years. Yeah, just take it a bit more on the down they're gonna have to wait like they have to wait like at least 10 years before they ramp it up again though yeah because people are like that's why i don't want another star wars movie after nine me neither like 10 years i think they need to stop yeah oh i don't want another star wars movie ever (laughs) okay yeah story short dc cool great terrible (laughs) good that's probably good news uh at least we're probably it's probably a good thing see any trash anymore um there's a couple of trailers. Shout out if you've seen them. Uh, there was a trailer for 
X-Men, why are we making these anymore? Why are they still making X-Men movies? <laughs> I didn't watch it. Me neither. I heard Dark there was Phoenix? a massive I haven't seen the first spoiler. Dark Phoenix trailer. I heard the they, only thing the, I Wait, know? there are Dark Phoenix trailers already? Yeah, there's two. <laughs> what? Yeah. <laughs> wait, when's it coming out? I don't know, probably tomorrow. <laughs> <laughs> I just don't care about it anymore. Me neither. I, I, I kind of want I just found out that Shazam comes out in two weeks. <laughs> really? <laughs> Yeah, it comes out on March 19th or Wait, something. What? Okay. Yeah, I thought it came out in, like, November. Yeah. I was like, oh, all right. For, for an award season run. Exactly. I just completely forgot that that movie existed. I, I think Fair enough. I need to see Dark Phoenix out of some sick sense of curiosity. I haven't seen Apocalypse yet, so... Apocalypse yeah, no, I'll, is I'll go good. see Dark Phoenix with you guys. Yeah. Because I love Days of Future Past. Oh, yeah. Apocalypse is dog shit, though. Yeah, it yeah, is. Yeah, I've heard Apocalypse is bad, but, like, I couldn't... I, I kind of just wanted to leave it at Days of Future Past, because Days of Future Past was so good. That's, like, also, one of my that's favorite a good conclusion. Movies. It's a good conclusion. It is. Right, yeah. They didn't need more. Nope. Oh, right it's so there. good, though. I, so, this this movie will probably ruin everything. Uh, and I hope it does, because I, I would love it if it was just, like, magnificently horrible. Oh, thank you. Is that mac and cheese? Is macaroni and cheese. Oh. oh, lucky. There was also a trailer for um, the Terry Gilliam movie, The Man Who Killed Don Quixote. Don That's been in like... No, I really want to see that. Yeah. I really want to see it. Really I don't want to watch Who's anything it? for it, though. Uh, Adam Driver and Oh, nice. Some I guy. Like already. I actually love Adam Driver, bro. He's so underrated. He's really talented. He really is. Man, he could have, honestly, I would, if he won the Oscar, I would not be sad at all. No, me neither. He was so good in Black Klansman. Probably the best performance. I thought John David Washington wasn't amazing. I, mm. thought, I thought he was Adam fine. Driver was really, really good. He was very funny. Yes, John David Washington was very funny. But I thought the star of that movie was Adam Driver. I've had the theme song from Black Klansman stuck in my head I for days. I know what you're talking about. that's running around my head. Okay, gentlemen. Okay, Let's wow. drop the precedent because, in reality, yes. nobody cares about news. Nobody cares no. about it. It's it. Here's a piece of news. <laughs> Did you see the <laughs> Michael Cohn testimony? <laughs> no, a little bit of it. Yeah. Yeah, I watched part of it. Very interesting. You cultured man. Ah, uh, yes. Thank you. It, I told you, Will's the kind of guy who listens to NPR on the regular. Yeah. True. I, I listened to. Uh, an NPR piece where Ira Glass talked to Michael Cohn, and he and, it, and he said, "Michael Cohn, more like <laughs> you, you call me on the phone." <laughs> what the hell? And Michael Cohn didn't want to be there, and in fact, he wasn't there. And it was a great episode. Um, so, but, we were never but, really here. But let's drop the precedent. Um, <laughs> what the hell is wrong so, with you? Let's drop the president. Right? <laughs> yeah. Politically charged. Oh, oh. <laughs> so, That's um, an awfully hot coffee pot. <laughs> um, so, Sunday afternoon last week, uh, we recorded. Sunday night last week was the Oscatomy Awards. Yeah. I love the Oscatomy Awards. I love them. too. Did you like them this I especially year? liked them without the host. Yeah, me too. That Boom. was better. You know, they were better than last year. They were much better than the last two years, I think. Mm-hmm. Not Actually, maybe no. In... 2016 was good. Well, 2017 Oscars, 2016 movies. Mm. I don't, yeah, I don't it remember. It was long, but so long. it was good. Oh, yeah, that went past yeah. midnight, I think. There, was no, yeah. there wasn't too much controversial... There weren't too many controversial movies. There. I mean, there's obviously the long yeah. line mix-up, but, like... 
Yeah. But that was like a one good kind condo. of controversy. One, one second, guys. I'll be right back. Oh, keep going. on a mission. Keep going. He's going. He's going. Oh, keep, going. he said keep going. Okay, we gotta go on without him. Um, it's fine. The Oscar Academy Awards. Yeah, probably a better show. Um, I think so. In terms of the awards, uh, I don't uh, know. Not great, but... A few that screamed out to me were Bohemian Rhapsody winning all of the editing awards. Yeah, that's true. Sound editing, sound mixing, and film editing. I don't think they know what the difference is. I think I don't think so either. Because when we it's did funny our, that we know the difference, but the Academy <laughs> barely does. Yeah, when we did our Oscar pool, like Keelan clarified to everyone what they both were, yeah. and so I made informed decisions about what I thought made like the more was the best in each of those categories. Exactly. But now I see that I was very naive. And uh, yeah. I should have just picked Bohemian Rhapsody because it's a movie about song, like sound. Uh, yeah. I mean, now I know, at least. But this, here's the thing, though. Baby Driver didn't win either of them. That's true. The year before, it was both Dunkirk. Yeah. Oh, I wonder, what's the last time different movies have won those two? Or was two? it both Dunkirk? I th- it was either both Dunkirk or one Dunkirk, one Blade Runner. I think they were both Dunkirk. I think so, too. And then it won editing as well. Mm-hmm. Hmm. Interesting. Hmm. That is interesting. Hmm. But uh, and also was also really good though. Done. Yeah, <laughs> better than uh, yeah. Bohemian Rhapsody. Hundred percent. Um, and then Green Book winning Best Picture. Yeah. <laughs> Green Book was good. Uh, I remember yeah. when when uh, Keelan and I saw it at TIFF. We both really liked it. I still like uh-huh. it. I think it's a good movie. Uh, but uh, it's not exactly the. That kind no, of movie. I don't think it's of a best picture caliber. No. It's fun. It's light. But there's so much more that would have been better. I am happy that Bohemian like, Rhapsody didn't win. Roma could have won, though. Yeah. Which is a very well-made movie. Or The Favorite could have won, another and, very well-made movie. And Roma and The Favorite are both about something. Which yeah, exactly. Green Book Green isn't Book, really. <laughs> Green Book is not, no. Okay, here's a discussion. Yes. Um, Keelan's back. Because I, th- I know Keelan's going to have opinions on this. Um, I I would have been happier with Black Panther winning than Green Book. Best what? picture. Because at <laughs> least at least it would have been something. Because Green, Green Book is just like, you know, it's a, it's a, it's a fun, solid movie. But, and, yeah, but Black and, Panther is worse. And I've already forgotten about it. But at least Black Panther has like style... And it would have been what? interesting, <laughs> like, style to the the craft of it, and, like, it has... So you, ra- you would have rather a worse movie win Best Picture? Yes, because Green Book was just boring. It, it, it wasn't. It, no, I'm, I'm not saying the movie was. <laughs> you loved it. You gave no, it I'm ten. Saying, I'm saying the movie... You gave it five stars. You can't say I'm, it's I'm boring. I'm saying the movie winning Best Picture was boring, because it was such a standard so you, pick. I would have been happier well, yeah, if something more interesting fair. had happened. <clears throat> Yeah, but I would prefer that they give it to the better movie than the more interesting choice. Me too, but in, in this universe where they picked Green Book, I would have been happier if they had picked something more interesting. Me too. I would have been happier if they picked The Favorite. Yeah, I would have been happier no, if they picked I would have been Rome. less happy if they picked Black Panther. I would have... Because I would prefer they picked the better movie, no matter what. Eh. <laughs> so they picked a movie that's about the middle of the pack. Yeah. Which is, yeah... 
it's it's like it's a good movie. It probably didn't deserve to win, but I'm glad it got nominated. But I don't think that they should give it to a movie that's worse just because. But I I I it dawned on me partway through the show that I don't care anymore. Um, <laughs> I like. Even though uh, that, that might sound contradictory because I was obviously screaming very loudly whenever anything happened. Um, <laughs> but I, 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 I felt nothing um, whenever anything like won or lost other than the satisfaction of getting a point correct on my ballot. Did you get that? I, I feel do. like I feel like I've yep. come to the point where I, I have realized that the oscars don't matter and and i the movie that i liked won some awards so i don't care what wins best picture i was happy the show was shorter because yeah, me too. if it was four hours instead of three hours 20 minutes uh, and and one 21 minutes i apologize um <laughs> then i would have been it would have been kind of torturous but it wasn't the Golden Globes this year were were hell. Oh, they were terrible. Yeah, they were one of the most. It was one of the most boring award shows I've ever seen. Mm-hmm. And the commercials each went on for five minutes, and it was every award. There was it like a Joe Fresh ad that played so oh often God, at Fresh the Oscars. <laughs> yeah, it, it was horrible. Um, anything else to say about the Oscars? They were kind of, they were kind of, they were good, but uh, like. Uh, uh, Olivia Coleman won. That was good. That was yeah. great. That was fan. That was probably Honestly, the best thing okay. that happened all night. I really enjoyed the telecast. I thought it was a fun show. I know the Oscars don't matter. I just enjoy it because I like hanging out with like yeah. you guys. And, yeah, I and agree. Just ha- e- eating a ridiculous amount of junk food and drinking a ridiculous amount of root beer. Yeah. Yes, and that's the best part what, about it. That is, we had four root beers each. I was drinking oh, yeah, out of buddy. a two-liter apple apple juice <laughs> apple sauce bottle <laughs> apple. <laughs> I was about to say apple cider. Oh, God, that would have been a lot of. Yeah, but I just really enjoyed doing that with you guys and kind of like watching and just not. Because none of us care is the thing, yeah. and that's what kind of I enjoy about it is that it's just like it's just fun. Yeah. And I got really upset whenever things that I didn't think should win won, but like when things <laughs> won, that I was like, yay! Yeah. It was just like it doesn't matter. It's yeah. just fun to watch. I was. It's like it's like sports. You know, it's just like sports. It doesn't matter. None of it matters. You're in the end. You're rooting for a bunch of people that you don't know who weren't born in the city they're playing for, just because they're wearing the colors that you grew up looking at, being like, "That's our team." It's arbitrary. (laughs) It doesn't matter. It's just fun to watch, and you like rooting for the things you like, and that's why it's fun. Most of my reactions were about whether I got my pick right or not, not about who Mm -hmm. should have won, because whatever. Exactly. Whoever you think was the best performance of the year is to you, and no people in the Academy can say otherwise. Exactly. I was also... It's just fun. I was a bit hysterical for the entire night, which I don't know why, but it was... It enhanced the experience for me. It, it enhanced the experience for me. You're always hysterical on Oscar night. That's yeah. yeah. <laughs> it's been, I've watched the show three times with you now, and you've been crazy every single time. Jesus, <laughs> Will. You mad lad. Yep. Will is the definition of a mad lad. You know what? The worst thing that happened that night, though, was Skin winning Best Live Action Show. Oh, yeah. One of the stupidest decisions Very weird. I've ever Just seen happen. Just one of the... I don't even know what that... 
I can't even explain it. I can get behind Rami Malek winning Best Actor because he's a to good a actor. Certain point, he is a good actor, and he gave a good performance. Yeah, like it wasn't terrible. I don't think it's Best Actor worthy, but it wasn't terrible. But Skin, <laughs> a man turns black. That's, that's that. the one <laughs> sentence that you need to say. Like a man the, turns the, black. For Skin is there's a racist, and he turns black. <laughs> It's like Freaky Friday, but with race. It's really... <laughs> and no one can be trusted. <laughs> it's Freaky Friday, but with race. No one can be trusted, but no one turns white. No one turns white. And I'm a white guy, by the way. I'm a white guy as the director of this film, and I want to use blackface. Go. How do we do it? How do we do it? Wait, that's a workshop. Do we do it. <laughs> How do you... Actually, no, no, no. The pitch line for this movie is using blackface in the 21st century as a white man. How do you do it? Well, let me tell you. And that's it. Let me do it and win an Oscar. You don't even need win to push the like door was, open It's like it's button. an episode of Nathan for you, and this is all just a prank. Like, it feels like a prank. <laughs> this shouldn't be real. I left my phone. Oh, my God. I'm so sorry. I left my phone on the bed. I've been talking away from my phone this entire time. Oh, boy. Okay, um, well, I'll deal with that uh, <laughs> when, when we come to it. I would watch them again. Yeah, and no matter how how not good they are, uh, it's always exciting. All right, we just finished talking about the Oscars. Keelan has returned, and we have one more thing to discuss. Yes. So, Will, okay. what is it, my man? Actually, in brief first. Um, in brief, yeah. You know what comes out this weekend? Greta, a film that we saw oh. at the Toronto International Film Festival. Um, so sure did. What, what I, I, is that a cheese string, Keelan? Yes. It is. Wow. Very nice. My mom bought cheese strings. I'm the only one here without cheese in some form. <laughs> That's true. Sad. Well, you should leave and go get some cheese. I had a grilled cheese sandwich for lunch, actually. Oh, sweet. We all had cheese today. Yeah. <laughs> a, congratulations, everyone. Yay. Good job, guys. You all got your cheese. I okay. think. Okay, in brief. So we Greta. all hated it. Um, we all hated Greta, but I want to watch it again. I, yeah, me too. I feel like we weren't watching it correctly. I feel like we weren't either. Like, it, it's... Mm -hmm. it, it's like it's everyone says good. it's a B-movie, which it 100% is. But... I think so, too. It... it uh, I don't... But I, I feel like it didn't lean into the campiness quite enough for that to come across. I think it was mostly like the Isabel Huppert being a psychopath thing and it's just like the fact that it's her and she's like a prestige actress and she's in just this like stupid movie. And Chloe Grace Moretz is also like a good actress. Yeah. I couldn't I just couldn't get past some of the really dumb stupid stupid things that this movie just did. Like the thing that makes me the thing that makes me laugh the most is well first of all the, the dialogue is just dreadful. It's <laughs> absolutely horrible. Here's a quote from the movie. She's like people who don't get the premise of Greta it's basically about Isabel Huppert like stalks this woman um and like follows her everywhere because but like I won't tell you why because that's a spoiler um but basically she she follows this woman who's Chloe Grace Moretz and she works Chloe Grace Moretz works at a restaurant and Isabel Huppert shows up at the restaurant one day and then Chloe Grace Moretz goes to her manager and is like call the police you have to get her out of here and the manager goes no I can't do that she has a reservation <laughs> I think the movie is trying to do two things at once in that like, it is a B-movie, and if they made it like a B-movie, like, they shot it on film, and they embraced yeah. the whole stalker aspect of it, then yeah, then it would feel like they're trying to do that, and it'd be like an homage to the kind of 
70s and 80s slasher films. Exactly. But the film looks like something that Fox Searchlight would put out. Or like something that 20th Century Fox would put out in award season trying to go for an Oscars. But like it looks it's really well shot. I actually really like the, it was the well cinematography. Shot. And they have prestige actors in it. And they didn't in any way technically embrace it. It's just a badly written script that they're calling a B movie because they're like, oh, we did it on purpose. Yeah, Confiore. Who knows it? if they actually did? Who knows if they actually did it on purpose? Because it could just be bad, and that's why it's so confusing. But that might but, okay, also add to its entertainment. It is entertainment. But here's another thing, though. Uh, we were at the so we were at the world premiere of Greta, which is really funny to think about. Um, yeah. um, and Isabel Huppert and Chloe Grace Moretz and Erica. Jordan, Neil, I think Neil, her name is. Neil Jordan is the director. It was one of the worst performances I've ever oh, seen she was in a film. Terrible. I think her name is Erica something. No, it's Michael Monroe, I think. Oh, Michael her, her character's name is Erica. Erica. Yes. How do you so remember that? Bad. I don't know. They were all there, including the director, Neil Jordan, director of Interview with the Vampire, or something <laughs> like that. <laughs> um, and so they were all there. And someone from the crowd asked for a Q&A, Isabel Huppert, what was the motivation from your character? She just takes the mic, pauses, and goes, I don't know, there wasn't really any motivation. But the thing is, that's true. There wasn't, but it was but it was dumb, and it didn't embrace the fact that it was dumb enough. And if it did, then it would have been better. I agree. I think on some kind of technical level, they needed to embrace the stupidity of the film mm-hmm. a little bit more and take itself less seriously. The film took itself too seriously for it to call itself a B-movie and be like, it's intentionally bad. Yeah. Is it? Or not well, seriously yeah. enough. It? Like, Neil it wasn't Jordan crazy enough. Where... pretty pretentious about yeah. his film. He's like, oh, I thought this was pretty good. I'm very happy with it. Very happy you guys got to see it. <laughs> it's my Neil Jordan uh, impression. The other, the other thing to think about is that after the Q&A, every actor on that stage looked so sad. Oh, they looked like, so sad. Like, everyone looked so depressed because, like, people were walking out. Yeah. People like, were people laughing didn't at like everything. It. Yeah. Yeah, I don't and know. just, like, line delivery. Like, it was like watching The Room, kind of. And we got a pure yeah. look at it because we were at the world premiere. <laughs> Did they do re-edits, maybe? Maybe. Yeah, maybe. Only one Who way to find out. Who picked it up? Are we gonna go see it again? I don't oh, want to. I, don't <laughs> I, I mean, wonder who, uh, yeah, I wonder who's putting it out there. Like who, who, um, which studio picked it up? I'll look it up. Good idea. But yeah, Greta's, Greta's bad, and it could have been, it had potential to be good. Yeah. Honestly, first, first 20 minutes, I was like, oh, this is gonna be good. Yeah. And then it wasn't. (laughs) At all. It it was just dreadful. (laughs) But however, I think I want to see it again, and be in a different mindset for it, and maybe I'll like it a bit more. Yeah. Um, I'm just checking. Distributor, it's Focus. It's Focus. That's what I thought. Focus Features. Damn. Focus. What are you doing, Focus? (laughs) (laughs) This is the same people that put out Phantom. Well, I guess they picked a good time to put it out in March. Yeah. Yeah. Putting a film, putting a film that could have been released in awards season out in March is not a great sign of faith. Oh, I don't think this could have been released during awards season. I mean, it could have. Like they could have pushed Isabel Huppert for an Oscar. They could have. They could. But they chose not to. They could have pushed it for some some editing award. <laughs> yeah, I mean, they don't deserve it, but they could no, have done they it. They could have done it. Yeah. I mean, like I love you, Daddy was picked up at TIFF in September and it was scheduled for a November release. He said they were in name. Sorry. Illy Didi was pushed for, um, yeah. But so that you, was going to be pushed for an Oscar and then it didn't. So you guys Speaking are like, of, is are you guys like one of like 500 people in the world to have seen that movie? It's It leaked online. But oh, it leaked did? online, but in we are one of 
Yeah, uh, we were one of only three audiences to have ever seen it in a theater. Ah, uh, interesting. Or probably who will ever see it. An, an interesting like claim to fame it because it'll just make me really uncomfortable now that I know the bad stuff that, that surrounded that. Final thing. Uh, so, this is from uh, this is another new release, I suppose. Another thing that some of us saw at TIFF. Uh, by some of us, I mean just Keelan, uh, and we saw this two days ago, Friday. Um, Climax, the Cly, the Climax, Gaspar Noé movie. God, fucking damn it! <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I thought I would. I thought I would never have to talk about this movie again. Well, we don't have to Did talk really? about it for long. No, I didn't. It's um, not exactly the type of movie that we would usually talk about on here. But no, you know what? You're, it's not a Star Wars. Who movie, cares so. exactly? Well, I, I don't know what it is. Maybe it is. Uh, who knows? Could yeah. be a prequel. Very, uh... <laughs> <laughs> but, but by that logic, anything could be a prequel to exactly. Star Wars. Wait, no, it would be... Because Star Wars is set a long time ago. In a galaxy far, far... The 90s was a long time ago. That's true. Hey, you don't know when Climax was set. <laughs> so are you it's saying... in the 90s. Are you saying... Is it actually? Yeah, it's based on a true story. Really? Yeah, in the yeah. beginning it says, like... You are this, watching this a true story that you happened in 1996. You're watching a unique experience. Death is a unique experience. Very. I mean, you're not wrong, Gasper. Okay, so it's... that mo- this movie, the climax, of this movie is credits the movie. The movie starts with an opening reel of the closing credits. It then yeah. begins, yeah. and then about, and then about um, 20 minutes in, there's the production credits, and then where all the studios pop up on screen, and then yeah. about, and then about. 65 minutes in, there's the actual opening credits. Yeah. Yeah. And yeah. Gaspar Noé flashes his name on the screen about eight times. <laughs> yeah. In different fonts. I did like the... I actually kind of like that, though. You know, I was... Thing? Okay, this movie is a masterpiece. However, yeah. <laughs> I'm never going to watch it again, and I nope. will actively avoid it as much as possible, because it is yeah, the least enjoyable movie experience of my entire life. Honestly, yeah. nothing compares to it. I will never see a movie like this, and nope. no movie will ever be made like this again. No, there's nothing I think it's ever going to be released so, like this. This is the so most unique, unique and original and special movie that I've seen in a long, 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 long time. Yeah, that's that's why it's one of my favorite movies of all time. Right. I also I'm done now. I'm never gonna watch it again. Um, I only put myself through a second time because the first time I saw it was the last day of TIFF. I had seen three movies already that day. I had had four coffees in the previous two hours because I was passing out. And I sat down at 10 p.m. Uh, Adam from Your Movie Sucks was sitting directly behind me. Everything was very surreal. And I sat down and watched that at 10 p.m. on a Sunday. And I almost died. I almost vomited multiple times. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. Now imagine having four coffees in your system and three other movies that day. Yeah, that's fair. Imagine that feeling. Jesus So Christ. I wanted to see it again, quote-unquote, sober. <laughs> I see. Yeah, it was... Um, and now I'm done. <laughs> it was quite something. I I, yeah. I really liked the kind of gradual descent into badness. I love you that. Could, you could really see things going down. The words descent into madness are the most commonly used with this film. Really? Like, it's in all the <laughs> marketing. Oh, it yeah. literally turned into hell. It was total symbolism for what hell is like. Yeah. I just... Upside I down. I thought it was just amazing. Yeah. The last, like, 20 minutes of the film were shot upside down. And, and I love that. Holy fuck. You can barely tell what's happening. You just hear people, like, dying Screaming. and stuff. 
<laughs> dying. And that's that's the thing. Like at stuff. a certain point, the film becomes so surreal that you lose the concept of time entirely. Like I had no clue how much time was passing. The opening, like the um, the last the last twenty minutes in Upside Down, that could have been five minutes. Honestly, it could have been. I have no clue. It felt like forever though. Yeah. yeah, the movie feels like it goes on for an eternity. It feels like a four-hour movie. It's an hour and yeah. a half. Yeah, it's 90 minutes. Thanks, God. I, it is the slowest 90 minutes you'll the ever experience, burning. but you can't, yeah, you can't take your eyes off the screen. You, you can't. can't. I mean, like, you can close them, and you should, but, like, it's you, very hard it's to so look away. It's so mesmerizing. Except for, it's, see, this I, is the definition of an art house film, because it belongs in an art house. My, it, this belongs in a museum. My, this belongs in a museum, honestly. This belongs in an art gallery. My yeah. only reservation about it is kind of, like, so there's like an opening dance sequence, which is amazing. Which is oh, holy so, crap, one of the best so parts good. of the movie. And then there's like a section of like 20 minutes in between that and when everything starts going to hell, which was like very inane. And it was just kind of like... When it's just like they're, they're quipping through the interviews with people basically. like not No, the it, was, no like it was the, just like people gossiping about yeah, each other. Yeah. And I was like, okay. Because it, it kind of... It, made you more familiar with the characters but it was uh it it kind of took the wind out of it for me and it felt a bit like it didn't feel very natural um but really i thought all the dialogue well, seemed the, really the natural. dialogue and the acting was good but it, it was it didn't mm-hmm. feel like it had a, like a natural place in the the film you know it just felt like it paused for a second and then it was just like okay now they're going to talk for a while so you know who these people are in addition to the interview footage beforehand which gave you an idea of who they are and then but at the same time i feel like without that pause the pacing would have been really weird because the moment that we enter the second one because basically the film structured like this it's like four acts kind of the first act is really short and it's a series of interviews with the dancers and the second act is like a really long dance sequence and then a kind of extended one take where it follows people around the party and introduces you to stuff the third sequence is this jarringly cut cutting back and forth between the different conversations and then the fourth act which is the longest is about an hour uninterrupted one take of everything going to hell and then okay maybe five acts and the fifth act is it cuts back to all the spoilers it cuts back to all the characters and shows where the they aftermath, are after basically, yeah. Yeah, the aftermath and so it's divided up like that I think without that third one with the cutting the the uh, dialogue and all the all the conversations, it would have been really weirdly paced because I then agree. they would be dancing, they just start drinking, and then suddenly everything goes to shit. Yeah. And, but you need the time in between, and I think it would have gotten really boring if they hadn't shot it like that. It's crazy I think because if it kept literally, the one going it would have been weird. It's crazy because it just so accurately depicted like tolerance and drugs setting in and everything yeah. like that. It felt like we were watching this in real time, which is yeah. because we mm-hmm. were we were watching it in real time. Which was just astounding to me. I need a behind-the-scenes feature for this yeah. movie because I need to know how the hell they we were did some talking of the stuff about like they, the technical. I want to know if they actually shot it in one take or not because I don't. I don't know because to no seriously, they might not have. So they might have, rather. Yeah. Because I, the performances were such that it would be so difficult to perform in this if they were if there were cuts mm-hmm. because I think you need the. Um, the continuity, because like if you're Sophia Boutella and you're acting like LSD is setting in, at the very beginning she's somewhat normal, right? By the end she's just going completely batshit insane. But you have to know what level you're at every single time you start a new scene, right? If there are cuts, it'd be it'd be almost easier to 
do that kind of performance just cohesively going through. Mm-hmm. I mean, like, it'd be incredibly difficult because you'd have to keep the character consistent. And and that's also the other thing, is that like when they enter new spaces, everyone's already moving, everyone's already doing things. They must have been in character the whole time. Yeah, they must And have moving been. the entire time, just in case the camera caught them. It's, it's so intricate. The whole movie is so intricate on a technical level. I would love to know how they yeah, caught it. Yeah, same. And it's like... You know, with A24 picking it up, too, we might get something like that. I mean, I'd hope. Yeah. It does not feel like an A24 movie. It does not feel like an A24 movie at all. I am so surprised that A24 is picking it up, but I could not be happier, man. Oh, my God, I'm so happy. Because you take an absolute masterful movie and combine it with probably the best production studio out there right now, you've got yourself a recipe for world-renowned success and people are going to watch this movie that people people who would normally not watch this movie are going to watch this movie and I feel so sorry yet happy for them at the same time. Yeah. Honestly. I feel bad for everyone I dragged to this because I dragged about nine people nine to this movie people, yeah. Yeah. YouTube. people who saw this movie. I feel bad. I feel genuinely you know, bad. I think everyone was after just... this movie though. Yeah. Last night at the uh, this party that Keelan and I were at um, one of our friends was hosting who had gone to see Climax um and uh, <laughs> she put out a bowl of sangria. <laughs> well, not sangria. It was just like punch with um, with Jack like Daniels rum in it. Oh, Captain Morgan. Um, yeah. And she's like, "Hey, Keelan, Keelan, you want some sangria?" <laughs> I almost left. Yeah, I almost was like, walked out the door. Me? I was like, "No, I don't." <laughs> I in no way want that. Please, no. It was the movie is one of the most upsetting things you're ever going to see, but it's. Amazing. Yep. My review, I think my review on Letterboxd encapsulates how I felt about it. I go, God, I fucking hated this strong nine. <laughs> yeah. It's honestly, accurate. It's accurate. Like a, yeah. It's honestly a strong nine light ten. It's like, it's so good. I think, yeah. How How do you give a light ten? A light ten, it's like it's a 99. Okay. Yeah. Damn. Yeah. That's... In that case, from to me, I think it's a I think it's a light ten. It's like a ninety eight or something like that for me. I gave it like an eight out of ten. Yeah, but you I still four stars. I still enjoyed. Why did you it? like it much? <laughs> oh, I, I I I liked it. I thought it was amazing, but uh, that it just it had bits in it which kind of. I see. I respect that. Didn't mesh with yeah, me as enough. well. Overall, though, what a movie. Yeah. What, what, an, ex- what an experience. That's uh, what a unique experience to put as it. Jasper Noe would love us to say. Yes. Yeah. Like life and death, both unique experiences. It's true. True facts. That's the tagline for the movie, you know, is life is a d- unique experience, death is a unique experience. Yeah. I mean, you're not wrong, Gasper. <laughs> <laughs> you're not wrong, buddy. You only get it once. Have you guys yeah. been... You know he's not French. He's Argentine. What? Really? Yeah. Hmm. Yeah, Argentine. Why does everyone call him French? I don't know. But he's Everyone Argentinian, French. which hmm. is really funny. Maybe yeah. he grew up French. Yeah, maybe. Have you guys seen any other things recently? Lately? Within the last um, week? Within the last week? Let's check my good old letterboxed, shall we? I love the good old letterboxed. Follow us on letterboxed. Links in the description. They're not going to be in the description. <laughs> Thanks, Alex. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, little known okay. fact, Alex Trebek sings the Jeopardy theme song every time they do a Why, final Jeopardy. Every day. <laughs> oh, I rewatched um I rewatched Bo Burnham's comedy special Make Happy, mm-hmm. which is my favorite comedy special like ever. Um yeah, I love amazing. that thing. Man is a genius. And I yep. watched um The Merry Widow. Um 
this really as did I. It's not bad. It's just like a really oh, your, okay film history musical. Um, yeah, and you know what a really good thirties musical is? What? Swing time. Swing time. Don't you wish we got a chance to actually watch that? I one? know. Oh my god, that was so good. I can't. If I, I watch that. that, that'll be up there in my my all time faves probably. Yeah, me that's too. Me really too. Good. I was digging that so much. Honestly, same. Oh well. What about that. you, William Brick? Um. I watched. Right before. That was racist. Right before we saw Climax, I went and saw the movie Apollo Eleven with. Daniel and uh, Josh Edwards and Hussein locally. Uh, nice. What a double feature. When, when Hussein, when I first saw Hussein there, he told me that he would he had been listening to the previous episode on his way, uh, and I was like, "Wow, somebody Aww, somebody listens to man. this." Um, what a good man. It it was very good. Um, I liked it more than climax. <laughs> it was wow. It was just. A amazing documentary and like Without amazing 11, right? look into the process the making of first man and exactly <laughs> it was better than first man um well, yeah it was i would i would highly 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 recommend it it was okay it was so good and and the footage is it's all archival footage from uh, the Apollo 11 mission, and it's it, it, we were not young and undes IMAX, which isn't IMAX, but all the footage is Blimax. in IMAX ratio, which was frustrating. But it, the footage is restored so well; it looks like it was shot like yesterday. It, it looks yeah. incredible, and it's so it completely well, removes. It was shot 70 millimeter. I oh yeah, that, I guess so. Yeah. So it, yeah. No, it was. It's yeah. It's amazing. I would very much recommend that you see it. Good, good, good. Is that your favorite movie of 2019 thus far? Yes. Coolio. Speaking of favorite movies of 2019, Whoa. how many 2019 releases have we all seen? Oh my god, I think I've seen eight. I think I've seen nine. I don't know. Let me check. Thanks, Alex. Yes, I've seen nine 2019 releases. I've also seen nine, so... Keelan? I've seen. I can eight. check. I can check for Wait, you no, if I you haven't. like. I will check I've for seen you. S- I've seen six, but I might have seen more. I haven't updated it in a bit. Anyway, Keelan, you want to sign us off for another week? Alrighty. Well, thank you very much for listening to this episode of the, the Weekly Planet. Um, we really enjoyed having <laughs> you here with us in the studio, um, and we hope you can join us again. Here okay, now in everybody Melbourne, get out. Australia. Uh-huh. <laughs> now everyone leave. Um, thank you very much for listening. If you want to watch more videos, click on the left. If you want to watch less videos, click on the right. And if you want to subscribe to Hot Ones, then go then. <laughs> subscribe to Hot Ones. Go subscribe to First We Feast. If you want to subscribe to Jeremy Johns, click right here to get stuck manized. Yeah. And don't forget to turn that bell on for Screen Junkies. Bye. Bye.